You're listening to the Flame Central Podcast, your home for Liberty University Athletics. The Flames demolished UMass 62-17 on Saturday. We'll break down the beatdown. And does this one play from Malik Willis prove that he will definitely be successful at the next level? A brand new true-false coming your way, and it's homecoming for Hugh Freeze as he returns to Mississippi. We look ahead to the big matchup against Ole Miss. Let's get it started. Now from our studio at Liberty University in Lynchburg, Virginia, here's your host, Emily Austin, with Matt Warner and Rhett McGibbon. Another win at Williams Stadium. Liberty extended its program record winning streak to 15 games at home. And head coach Hugh Freeze becomes the fastest Flames coach to record 25 victories. That was the 25th victory at home um, for Coach Freeze on Saturday. So a lot to get to on today's podcast. I mean, the Flames were leading 41-3 to at the half. Guys, were you just thinking up there in the booth, like, do we even need to play the second half? I think Joe was thinking about, like, post-game meal. Uh, <laughs> you know, we were looking, trying to scope out maybe some dessert options up there on the fifth floor. Uh, no, I mean, I think the exciting part for us was knowing that we had a chance to see some of these young quarterbacks. In the yes. Season. And that's what we were excited about. The real question going into half, and you asked you Freeze that, and you did a great job when he was coming off the field, like, are we going to see Malik Willis anymore in the second half? Joe and I are like, no way. Mm. And then they kept bringing him back up. Oh, they have two series? Yeah. two series? And we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And even on the first series, he got he got taken down. Yeah. It kind of yeah. twisted around. And we're both going, Hold ah, in your breath. boy. Like, yeah. maybe yeah. we go ahead and get him out of this <laughs> ballgame. And so there was that kind of whole thing going on. And then seeing the two young quarterbacks, that was, that was a blast. Yeah, with JB out after having a car accident last weekend. So, he could he was clear to play, but probably not the smartest move. So I'm, I'm glad they kept him out while his hand heals up from that car accident. But it was funny when I was asking coach at the half, I was, you know, I asked him, are we going to see more of Malik? And if not, then who are we going to see? And he's like, oh, we'll just discuss it there. I'm like, no, are we seeing Hampton or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Salters come? Who's the next one? So it was good to see what was your, um, a, not a, a large sample size, but for those yeah. backup quarterbacks, it looks like Liberty is going to be in good hands. Yeah, I think the future looks bright. You know, the the Hampton kid looked great. He's for as big as he is and tall as he is. He ran really he well. Um, and then he's the, got a, it's a little soft touch though, in my yeah. opinion, like yeah. Salter, like it's like a strike, like he's throwing a fastball into you where I felt like yeah, he I don't really had like, more, like enough touch pass. sample size of Salter as like, when you watch him, you look at him athletically, mm-hmm. it's not Malik Willis like, but he's got that, he's got that wiggle to him yeah. and, and he can get up and go. He covers a lot of ground really fast. So that the running aspect of of a Hugh Freeze offense is is so important. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you look across the board in college football for the teams that have a lot of success, it's so important. And when Salter was out there, he he really showed that he has that that I mean for him first time first time he played, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean he really showed that he had like a natural swagger to him. You love you, and you know? again, you can make too much out of like in a small sample size like this, but the touchdown he threw where he escapes the pocket, mm-hmm. rolls out, has yeah. a presence of mind to not just take off keep the eyes downfield and starts directing traffic yeah. and get yeah. telling Brody Brum, turn it up field and then just drops one to him. Like those kind of things make you go, Oh, okay. Yeah. This is a true, yeah. this is a guy in his first game and he has the poise to kind of pull all this off. That, that is exciting. Another, Go ahead, Rhett. I was going to say when Hampton ran, I was like, Frank, the tank, like I was yeah. not expecting yeah. the quarterback design run. 
but it was that was fun to see. So Nate Hampton was an early enrollee. He didn't yeah. play. Uh, what would that have been this spring? Because you know, with COVID and everything, they he missed out on his senior season in high school, correct? And can't enrolled early. Because I don't think that you they know, play. I, I do vaguely yeah. remember something like that. Yeah. So we'll just so, say yes. True. So <laughs> we'll, we'll check That's in on that. But true. I'm pretty true sure. False. True, false. True, false. True, false. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm answering setting my own up. questions. Um, so he's been here a semester, I guess you can say, earlier or more than um, Caden Salters. Yeah. So it's just exciting to see that these guys, and of course, you have to take the opponent into mind. But it's exciting to see that these guys are getting some reps of, of running this offense when you know, a guy like Salters, he's only been here since August, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, no, that is exciting. And I'll, I'll just pitch this real fast for you guys. This week, our In the Fire segment that we that we put out for Home oh, Games yeah. video was with the quarterbacks <laughs> and with Kent Austin. And so it, it's exciting seeing him working at practice with Salter, with, with Hampton, with these guys, and and then kind of seeing that translate on onto the field as well. So it was a good week to end up being with the QB. Oh, shirt. I really want to watch that segment. Oh, good. You should. Yeah, yeah, it's fire. Coming out shortly. Oh, you really yeah. want to watch short? one of our, se- yeah. you know, yeah. all these features. Wait, 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 but you wait, wait. Want, really want to watch that one. In the fire. Yeah, yeah in the fire. In yeah. the fire. Hey, can I touch on, like, really quick, a few things I really enjoyed about this game? Of no, course. Non-really non football related. The Banana Man? No, it was Fat Thor. I love Banana Man. Oh, yeah. Fat Thor there was, was some great. great costumes. Did oh, you I see him? He was I don't guy. think I saw him. All right, so this guy dressed up. He had basically, like, you know, the axe. Yeah, right? I saw the Thor. Guy. He's Fat the, Thor. You know, the sunglasses <laughs> yeah. and the yeah. hair. But what I appreciated the most was when he was walking out, I thought it was like a full body costume. It wasn't. He just bought a shirt that was a little bit too short and <laughs> let his gut hang out. I yeah. was like, you know, props to you, buddy. That was great. And then I had this thought. On a game where it's around Halloween, like, any you know within three days if it's a home game they need to turn williams stadium into the designated liberty university costume party oh 100 percent. like I just agree. like yeah. get that out there you know everybody wear your best costume if you you know whatever you can win a tv something along those lines yeah. get the get the stakes a little bit higher. i saw your veronica uh, picture my veronica corning zone yes that Thanks was good by no Thank you. no i just saw the picture no that's her that's her closing line oh, i didn't know that she, she says thanks for stopping by <laughs> I didn't know that. and ron he's always like stay classy san diego yeah. she's like thanks for stopping by yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was good i yeah, really want i like what's it. the it cowboy good. in anchorman whammy oh what is, what is, i really wanted you to be i want to be whammy oh, yeah <laughs> Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> Matt Warner is yeah. the Debbie Downer. Oh, uh, you know, we could have we could have pulled that off. But I agree, and I even had from the Flame Central Kids Party, I had leftover um, of the spider web wait, stuff. Oh, I could have yeah. stretched wait, that across wait, Liberty or wait, wait, Stadium. Wait, wait, yeah. Okay. Yeah, last year, guess what? I got invited to Flame Central Halloween Kid Party. I brought my eight-year-old. This year, listen, ah. No invite. Thanks, guys. This isn't like being a Supreme Court justice. You don't just get it for <laughs> yeah. life. You know, sometimes you sometimes you get invited, sometimes you don't. We didn't pass the mustard from yeah. last year. Okay, so let's get back hey, to the game. Look ahead. You got 2022 out yeah. there. You got all year to or try Reese. to build up to that. Reese okay, cried I don't wanna, himself to sleep yeah. that night. Yeah. I don't want to spend too much uh, time on this breakdown because it was just such a, a, a beatdown against UMass, and there is a huge game ahead. There I is. want to talk about what Hugh Freeze huge. said g- when he first saw that Ole Miss was on huge. the schedule. But before we get to that, I'm going to throw true-false at you. Oh, we're going true-false right now. Oh, oh, boy. Early true-false. Keep the audience captive we now. are coming in hot um Caden Salters will be could I just say this Salter 
Salter. Oh, there's one of them. Oh, you got it. Yeah, just yes. one of them. Yeah. My bad, King. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Actually, I'm going to switch don't, that up. Yeah. Don't mess with the king of pronunciation. Oh, okay. Sorry. Classically you know, trained. It's, it, Classically it's hard trained. to live up to Matt Warner's perfection. Okay, I'm going to switch it up then. Nate Hampton okay. will be Liberty's starting quarterback oh, this next is season. Dumb. This is terrible. I hate these kind of questions. Yeah. You're trying to get these players to hate us. Right. No. You are. No. This is and what the fans want to know. And she never answer these. You notice this. Okay, you start, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put a lot of thought yeah. into it. I see. I think I think it'll be a close battle, but yeah. I think Caden oh, Salter Whoa. will be okay. the starting quarter. I think he'll win it next year. Just you have to also think like that's the most similar off, you know, going from Malik Willis too. He's the he's very similar to him. And I don't know. I just I'll, see I think you have three style. good options, right? Yeah. You have three guys. Bennett that has the most experience in this system. So that's a plus on for him. I think Salter athletically is the most elite and probably the best. Uh, I would say best arm. I don't know if that's it. I mean, I think I think just athletically he is the best of the group. And, and, and Hampton, he showed some things as well and I think has a pretty big arm. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how you decide that, but Ken Austin will have a lot of good guys to work with. And it may be something – I know coaches never want to go in with multiple quarterbacks – but it may be something where early in the year you do kind of figure out, like maybe you give give one guy a series or two to kind of see what he has. You know, you can kind of do that early in the season if you want. Right, right. Uh, I'm gonna say Jonathan Bennett will be the starting quarterback. I think I think that's fair. Out of Salter and Hampton, I think it comes down to the fact I think there's those plays where you need to just whip it in there, right? You can't have any touch on it. It has to be a, a fast strike to get to the receiver. I haven't seen that yet from Hampton in practice and in the game. This last game, it's still, it just seems like it's lacking velocity, that tight spin right to the receivers, not there. Salter has it. So that's what puts Salter ahead for me right now. And what did you say in the game that he was number 19 in that recruiting class? Yeah, Jonathan right Bennett. quarterback. Yeah. Salter, Salter right? I'm just going I mean, yeah, between the two young kid. guys. Yeah. I'm not, but, I'm but, leaving, but, the but question her, was the, between Salter and Ben. I'm trying to stay true to the starting question. quarterback. I mean, that's a, you got we're talking about who's going to be starting quarterback. Well, yeah, with, including, I mean, including you just totally JB. threw JB under the bus. I, you never even mentioned him. I literally changed the question to Nate Hampton will be the starting, okay. what I say? Or Caden's. You said Nate I didn't Hampton say, or Caden's. I didn't oh, say boy. between yeah. the two. You're coming off the rails right now. <laughs> oh, my God. You totally threw JB together. off the bus. You, can you. And I had to bring him back on the, in the conversation. Do you no, need, no, Warner did. Thanks, Warner. Yep. You're, you're, Do you need some time? Are you still upset about not getting the Flame Central Kid Party invite? Little, because yeah. we're just going to move on from bit. that. Okay, Malik Willis had 307 yards, four touchdowns, yeah. 19 of 27 um, on his completion attempt. So True. what? True. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. That is true. So that touchdown throw yeah. to DJ Stubbs. True, false. Is that enough evidence that you need that Malik Willis is going to be successful at the next level? No, uh, and not to. I feel like I always do this, and it's not necessarily on purpose. But I was more <laughs> impressed, honestly, with the throw he made to Noah Frith early in the game that he dropped. Yeah, that was a good because toss. that that one he had to really fit it in there between two defenders, and he put it right on him. And Frith just couldn't hang on. The Stubbs play as Joe. So eloquently broke down in the Burned game down. and even got on the telestrator, I believe. So good yeah. at that uh, with those with that painting yeah, lately. Yeah, yeah. Really uh, good. Circle pop. It was just a blown coverage. So blown yes, coverage. it was an impressive throw. Yeah. But it's not like he had to fit it in there uh like he did on that earlier throw to Frith. Supposedly Damien Sorlet said after that throw to Stubbs, all the scouts left. 
That was like all they needed to that see. That was all they needed yeah. to see. There. Wait, after what? After that Stubbs throw. Thank you. Yeah. So true. They were gone. Yeah, they were like, okay. I'll good. say this though about that play, Stubbs. That was as explosive, I think, as we've yeah. seen. Yeah, he looked good. We're talking, that, that was huge. Yeah. I think yeah. We were yeah. talking about it on the post game show. Just good to see him back and going into Ole Miss. Yeah. If you can have Stubbs as that additional weapon now, yeah, yeah. Douglas, big difference. And, yeah, I'm gonna say false on that one. I'm with I'm with Matt. Like, you, if you're looking for NFL throws, the one that Frith dropped, well, that was the throw because two things: they're playing cover two, which means they had a safety up top, they had a corner underneath, and, and you have to fit the ball into that that window along the sidelines and the and the uh, uh, area there. And so so he threw that ball as the safety was coming over, as the corner was dropping, and it was a wide field throw too. So, I mean, you had a lot yeah. of factors at, for, from the NFL perspective, like, dang, he just fit that ball in there, and Frith, Frith dropped it. But, man, that was his best throw. But you've seen a lot of those. I yeah. mean, he's, his arm is not in question. No. Not in question whatsoever. His accuracy is not in question. No. Yeah. So, you just need yeah. to give him time. The only thing, the only thing I've ever said, yeah. the, I continue to say this, and I think these next, especially the UL, the Ole Miss game and the Lafayette game, is going to be a, I think, the telltale sign from Malik Willis mm-hmm. to put a stamp on his NFL draftability, NFL stock, and that is, they got to be in the game. Okay, they have to be in the game. I've always, I've been saying this for over a year now that. Malik Willis needs to put himself in a position to be in the game late in the fourth quarter or in the fourth quarter where he stands in the pocket and gets protection and makes the throws when it all counts. If he can do that one thing, then his draft stock will officially go through the roof. But he's got because he's always whenever he's been in a pressure situation when it's all on the line. He's used his legs, which is not that's a smart thing to do. He's right. trying to win the game, right? He's used his legs. He needs to be in a game where he now developed himself far enough as a quarterback where he stands in the pocket, makes it to bang, 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 down the field, touchdown, flames win, ball game. And this line needs to give him the opportunity yeah. to they not have give to him the opportunity. scramble out and, and they, escape with Yeah, his they legs. gotta give him the opportunity. And you hope this UMass game was a building block. Yeah for them gaining some confidence back because they were playing as bad as you could play as bad as you could play. Like I, the, the another box to check from Malik Willis is, a, which was never in question, but you can double check it now is the character box, right? Because as bad as his O line was playing and he got hurt, he still came back for his team knowing that he's putting himself in a very hostile situation in North Texas because they were the all line was awful and he's hurt and he comes back and wins a game. So they got to do something to protect him or else he, they're going to get that kid killed this week. Well, the the good news is Malik did not look hurt. His foot looked completely normal. He looked fine on Saturday. Um, That touchdown pass to DJ Stubbs currently has 303,000 views on Twitter, which is just crazy. Um, Okay, TJ Green ran for two scores in this last game. Would you say that the running game is is back on track and where it needs to be going into this Ole Miss game, well, like, or where, uh, where they only rushed yeah, it they, thirteen times traditionally? Right. That was the biggest surprise for yeah. me. Is I kept thinking right off the get go they were just going to run it down their. I throat. think that's what everyone at Williams Stadium was hoping yeah. to just run some time off the clock <laughs> right. since it was such a beatdown. No, but yeah, yeah. I, I'm surprised that they didn't go to the run more in the second half. Right, and Freeze had talked about that during the week. We you know we need to kind of yeah. get back to that a little bit, the traditional run game. Although he also said you know when you have Malik Willis. It's it's kind of hard to take the ball out of his hands sometimes, which I, I understand as well. 
TJ Green did great. Mm-hmm. He looked really good. We did not see Josh Mack at all, which makes you think, okay, maybe TJ Green's going to be the guy going forward. I know the, what we had seen from him this year made you want to see more. Yeah. He's more explosive. And uh, but again, only five, only the five carries. So it's going to be interesting to see how they how they approach Ole Miss this next week with their traditional run game. Yeah, I, I don't. I think we're getting to the <clears throat> excuse me to the point in the season when that they're almost they're almost going to bail on it. That's my so, that's yeah. my that's my guess is that I don't I don't think that they're going to they, they they tried to establish Instead traditional of the run, run game. setting up the pass. The pass yeah, I think sets what up. you're going to see is like. This coach this is a really good coaching staff, right? And I think what you're going to see these last few games is whatever – I'm not going to use the word tricks in the bag, but whatever stuff they are holding in their pocket, they're going to start using it now. Like, here's a perfect example. How many screens have we seen from Liberty this year? A couple? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it haven't been many. Like, the tunnel screens, the screens. How, how involved has Shedro Lewis been in the offense this year? You know, not – you'd think more. You know what I mean? He's, he's done a good job, don't yeah. get me wrong, but – this would be the games where, like, I try to figure out ways to get the ball to Shedrell Lewis in space and do some things that are a little bit more creative. Because if you're saying, "Hey, we're going to just now we're this we're this deep in the season and we're going to really try to stick to our traditional run game," I, I think that ship sailed. I think it's now when you're playing the teams that you have to play, you're going to see Hugh Freeze have a bunch of plays in his pocket that he's been holding on to, and he's going to use those in these last three. Well, games. think about this: how many of those gadget plays have we seen from Liberty this year? Yeah. Any? I mean, yeah. Like, I, do, do any and, come to mind? No. Yeah, not really. And I'm not necessarily saying gadget plays, but, you know, more of the things like, you know, hey, we'll get put Shedder Lewis in the slot, start running tunnel screens with him, put him on the outside, uh, you know, angle routes. There's just different things that, that, that gets the ball out of the quarterback's hands really fast, and it is more like a run but it's not in the traditional run game. Yeah. I just think we're going to see a lot more of what's what's left in in the laboratory that you know, Hugh Freeze and Ken Austin have. I wouldn't be surprised to see the the running backs more involved in like screen plays because you've started to see it trickle in over the past two yeah. weeks. You saw it against North Texas, went for a touchdown, yep. and then this last game they tried to hit TJ Green with one, but it was just off the fingertips. I wouldn't be surprised against Ole Miss if the yeah. dam opened a little bit more and they're like, hey, if we're going to get the ball in their hands, it's going to have to be through unconventional methods. Correct. And the other guy to get re- to get back involved is DJ Stubbs because he finally looked healthy. That's yeah, a yeah. you know when you look at Shedra Lewis, DJ Stubbs, CJ Daniels, these type of guys, Demario Douglas, yeah, especially, yeah. especially like man, in the very short passing game that in 2021 is almost more like a run game. Like hey, bring guy in motion, jet sweep, shovel passes, spread people out, all that kind of stuff to be able to get the ball in their hands really quickly and treat that as your running game. And then you know Noah Frith looked. I think this was the first time we've seen Noah Frith. And I know that he was injured to start the right. season. But you have that threat downfield with, yeah. with Frith that I think they will need that, those big explosive plays with whether it's Noah Frith, C.J. Daniels, Shaw. Um, Shaw. Yeah. So um, if the run game isn't going to get going this season, then oh. hopefully those guys continue to step up. My boy Huntley got robbed on that catch, that tight oh, yeah. vertical. That's highway oh, robbery. Yeah, that, that was, was so I bad. I don't know what they – and they confirmed it, right? Didn't they say that the, the call they, was confirmed? That yeah, yeah that he dropped it. So it wasn't just like ah, oh, we couldn't tell. They said yeah. it was confirmed. I thought yeah, yeah that was garbage. He yeah. made that. I mean, Yacht Talk was all over. You that. were all over that. One. <laughs> I were mean, all. it was all over. I'm like, well, just let me do this and let's get this game moving first that, down. Yeah. We had so many reviews. Oh, oh did my we gosh, ever? It yeah. was yeah. it was terrible, and it took so long. Yeah. When it's like one replay is all you need to see tell him what i told him more you said just call up the booth joe would let you know i quick yeah it's quick you're done all, you'll hear listen if they go to yacht talk all they got to do 
<laughs> all they got to do is worry about the clock. I just can't watch a clock, too. So yeah, you right, just have right. the one guy say, okay, put put twelve twenty seven on the clock. That's all they got to do. And let Yacht talk do the rest. That all was right. funny. Sorry, to start the second half, the poor ref. Please put 15 minutes on the clock. <laughs> yeah. Did he really yeah. say that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, didn't hear, I, think I didn't hear that. I oh, didn't hear that. And then again, they're just standing there, and then he's like, "Please put 15 minutes." <laughs> it's 41. On the clock. Yeah. And it's just like I'm like, yeah, I had one job. <laughs> I can't yeah. stand that. Yeah. By the way, uh, clock operators. I <laughs> oh, it's so annoying. All right. Do you have any other complaints for this podcast, Joe? You seem to be on fire. Let's look ahead and and see if you have. Is anything that it to- for true false? No. Let's look ahead oh. to. Ole Miss. Um, last week during head coach Hugh Freeze press conference, a reporter asked him, what were your initial thoughts when you saw Ole Miss on the schedule? And he said, why would we schedule this game? How do we get this game off the schedule? But then he said, you know, then you become the coach of these players and and get closer to the coaching staff and, and start to love these players. And you're like, all right, let's get these guys ready for battle. Um, and I think he, I think he's a little nervous going back to Ole Miss because of the situation. This is his, um, I think his hometown is 45 minutes where he was raised on a farm there in Mississippi. So it's gotta be a weird feeling for him going into the game this week. What are some of your initial reaction or initial thoughts about this matchup? Well, I think like Joe mentioned, Hugh Freeze is going to pull it all out this week. Mm, like yeah. that, like he's yeah. not going to keep anything, you know, for, for future games. He's going to bring it all out. So if there's anything he thinks he can use, he's going to go to it in this ball game. And because this would be such a sweet upset for him personally, mm, yeah. if, if the flames were able to get it. So, yeah. So I think you may see some things that you have not seen from the flames this year uh, when they get down to Oxford, but it's going to be interesting too, to see what the atmosphere is like. They're coming off a loss to Auburn, so they dropped from 10th to 15th in the country. Uh, Are people fired up for Hugh Freeze coming back, or do they just see Liberty on the schedule and are like, eh, I don't really know these guys. Right, I don't know these guys. We're not, you know, but like I think back to like when Liberty played at Auburn that year. Yeah. It was not a normal environment. Like it was dead in that stadium, comparably to a a normal Auburn game. You know what I mean? So I'm interested to see how seriously and how fired up the the old Miss fan base is about this game. And and then I'm just excited to see how Liberty fares in an environment like this that they haven't played in this year. They they like Coach Freeze and Old Miss. There's a lot of people that a lot of people do, yeah. Absolutely love them still. So, yeah, I agree with Matt. I think he's going to pull out all the stops. Uh, it's going to be weird. I think it's going to be weird for so him. So weird. Though. You know, like, and then, you know, I hope all the little trolls and minions don't, you know, just just keep your mouth shut and let's go get out there and let's go play some football. And let, 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 and another part of it too is like, hey, embrace the moment, you know, and I think that's exactly what he'll do. It's like, wow, like, look at, look at how far I've come throughout the years here to actually be back in this stadium now and have an opportunity not only to be back there, but to be a, have bring a really good product yeah. into that stadium with the opportunity to potentially win the game because Ole Miss has got to be a little bit rattled right now. Right. I mean, yeah. they, they took one from Auburn and uh, they're banged and, up too. And, and they're banged up. Yeah. And it's like, and in the players, the players who actually have to play the game on the field, they know nothing about Liberty, right? Until this week, then they'll find out from the coaching staff. But in their mind, throughout the offseason, leading up the games, they're looking at the schedule, and they're going SEC, SEC, SEC. 
okay, kid, we finally get a break when we, when we get to play Liberty, right? Well, you're not going to get a break because Liberty, if you don't play real well, can step up, bite you in the tail, and, and walk out of there with a victory. I think this is the game for the guys that have been with Freeze here at Liberty for three years. We're like, this is the one we want the most for our coach. And you have to think Malik Willis, even like he's, he's our star, but you're thinking, you know, coach brought me into Liberty. He's a huge reason, along with Coach Austin, that I'm in a position where I am to be drafted. So this is the game that yeah. every guy is marked on their yeah. calendar to want. So you're going to see the effort go up tenfold. The battle's going to be that much tougher. This, I'm not saying they're going to win. I don't know. Like it's, you know, the the chips are on the Old Miss side. But this is the one where you think could there be a huge upset in favor of Liberty, the biggest win in program history. It does have the feels for it because you've seen those games where the guys just get behind their coach yeah. and they're like, we're getting this one for coach, and it happens. Because like I said the best the best thing that I think Liberty has going for them is that to Ole Miss players, they look at it like, oh, they have no clue. Yeah. A break. Right? A break. To Liberty players, yeah. like this is gonna be our Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And so they're they're gonna be absolutely fired up about it. I guess the big thing, what's the line? That's Ele open it eleven point favorite for Ole Miss. Oh, that's more which than is I closer than yeah. I I thought it was. Might be. I, yeah, but I especially coming off the loss. Yeah, so them that, getting beat, I yeah. thought it was going to be okay. How healthy is Corral? That's the, yeah, that's another question well, too. So yeah, that is the question. You know, he left the game against Auburn with an yep. ankle injury, came back, said he felt it pop and he couldn't feel his ankle for five minutes. He's had that happen twice. That happened in the Tennessee game too. But they were also without their top three receivers in oh, the second half of that yeah. game with because they were out with injury. So health is going to be a big factor uh, for them in the in this contest. But I'll say this too kind of going back to UMass and looking forward to this game. If you're playing Ole Miss and you're going on the road like this, you can't drop four interceptions. Oh, no. if you I get, know. If you get opportunities yes. to turn them over, you have to hold on to While the While you said this is why they're on defense at the same time, I, I mentioned the same thing to one of the um, the guys on the UMass sideline. Well, not to a UMass coach, but but to someone on the sideline. I'm like, this is why these guys aren't receivers because yeah. they can't catch. I got to use my favorite <laughs> Sorry, line guys. I've been waiting to use for four years. And that line, you remember Matt? I got to use not everyone listened to the my, game. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite line in four years. That guy, those the Liberty DBs look like a bear trying to catch a pine cone. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That's a great and line. Then, and then this you were talking. Hey, Red, how funny is that one? Think about that one. A bear trying to catch a pine cone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a great. My yeah. brother Jim told me what that. What were line. you talking about with your mom's jam or jelly in the fourth quarter? Oh, my grandmother. That's my grandmother. Grandma Yacht. Like, it was just, I don't even know who was well, still she, listening. That's a true story. That's a true story. In high school, no, it wasn't me. It was my brothers, actually. But in high school, St. Paul's High School, St. Paul's Crusaders. Um, <laughs> this is your yak talk, by the this way. Yacht, this is my yak talk. My grandmother used to make crab apple jelly. We had a crab apple tree in, in the back of our house. Oh, yeah. And so Grandma Yak would come, and she would make crab apple jelly, and we put on our toast. And it was good. It was really <laughs> good. I love crab apple. Crab apple That's jelly solid. is great. And so uh, we discovered that crab apple jelly is, like, super sticky. Super <laughs> sticky, right? True story. So it's put that true. on the DB's hands. So we would put crab apple. My brothers did this. They put crab apple jelly down in their socks. And uh, there's really no, this is back in the 70s. There's really no glove. TV. There's TV. There, <laughs> one of the funniest stories. I got a funny oh, story. But, um, one but, story but, at a time. Oh, it's <sighs> good. And they put crab and they'd put it on their hands and then they'd make the ball uh, really real sticky. And this is back before they had the stick'em rules. You oh. could, the sticky stuff. So there's not the ball would just get sticky, but they would catch everything. My brothers caught everything because of Grandma Yox crab apple jelly. Okay. <laughs> would you like to say your other story? Or you to the spider tack stuff that they have. <laughs> yeah, right this really this one story is great for 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 media people. Can I tell it? 
I don't know. You're looking at me like I know it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> my brother, since we're on, no, it's, it's part of the Italian's part. Whenever he looks at no. Matt, like, am I allowed yeah. to no, tell him? Brother, I'm always really nervous. No, 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 no it's not bad. It's not bad. Okay. It's just funny. It's just funny. It's just, it's just so my brother, my brother, we have to send this to my brother because this is the running joke in the Yacht family. He doesn't listen. My brother, John, brother. my brother, John, John was okay. an unbelievable high school football player. Unbelievable. Played running back. Uh, he's in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Was in the, the player of the decade. In high school football in the province of Manitoba, right? Wow. So, so he was he was unbelievable. So, he's getting interviewed at his local TV station that would carry the game. He's getting interviewed after the game, and the guy interviewing him was like, "Hey, John, great game today. Uh, you know, ran for 247 yards. You know, got caught the ball in the backfield really well. Looks like your defense played really well too. And um, what do you think the keys to the game were?" And uh, the guy goes on for like like ask this question it's like takes two and a half minutes to ask the question right at the end of, at the end of the question at the end of the thing he learns the microphone he puts it in my brother john's face and john looks at the guy and he says uh can you repeat the question that's great, that's great. malik yeah. did that last week oh my goodness. can you repeat yeah. the question so can you repeat the question has become a absolute staple when you get when we want to make fun of my brother. I love it. All right, final true false of the podcast is going to be Liberty will be in the game and have a chance to win in the fourth quarter at Ole Miss. Yeah, I'll say true. I'll say true. But it all it all the ending will be determined by the first like three possessions. Like you have to be in it then. Like you don't fall down. 14 nothing. You're not making a major comeback. Yeah, you don't fall down 14 nothing and, and come back. Like you, you have to be in it from the from the get-go. Um because I just don't I just don't think you you can come back if you fall cuz this this Ole Miss offense is really good. And that would be my question. We can make this my match minute if you want. But my question would be how many points will it take to beat Ole Miss? Yeah. Is it 40? Is it 30 like 35? Like what like what's the number you think it would take to beat Ole Miss because we know how explosive they are offensively. You just look at some of the games that they played. Yeah, 52. You know, the Arkansas game, they won 52-51. Uh, you know, you take even looking at the Tennessee game, was 31-26, so that one wasn't quite as high scoring as, as the Arkansas game. But, like, what will it take? Yeah, I feel like you have to break 30. You're not winning, no doubt. You're not winning yeah. scoring no. under 30 points. Hmm. Well, emotionally, my answer is emotionally I want to say yes, but I just don't think that – I mean, right now, as I've said before, Liberty's O-line couldn't stop a herd of rushing turtles. You did say that once. And that, that is obviously very, very concerning. And as emotionally as I, much, as I want to say yes, I just think that as much as, as Ole Miss is not good on defense. So, all right, I'm going to say yes just from the simple fact that I think Malik Willis is going to have the game of his life. And I think Hugh Freeze is going to realize we got to get the hand out of the ball out of his hands really fast and they're going to make plays. Stubbs is going to make some plays. So they're going to, they're going to hold it. I'm going to, I'm going to go with yes. They're going to be right there in the hunt. I'm, I'm sticking it, with it. I'm, I'm believing in them. I'm, good. I'm interested to see. We know what Malik can do. I'm interested to see which wide receiver steps up. Like you have, you have this this stage, and we've seen all these guys have moments against lesser yeah. competition than Ole Miss. Mm -hmm. So now you're going against these SEC athletes on the defensive side, and not a great defense, but still, this is SEC. Yeah, which one of those receivers shows himself ready for that stage? You know, you know, it's going to be fun, and like I'm for, going with CJ Daniels to your yeah, question. it's going to be fun, and I think you are going to see as to Matt's point is that. When you when you step as a football player and you step on the field and you think oh we're playing these guys playing they can't have blah, blah blah when you actually realize like dang these dudes are good right when yeah. you actually play them and and you're and and, and the Liberty's receivers 
they're good. They're good, and they're going to be hyped up for this game. And they're also going to be hyped up to, to the toughness that Malik Willis has shown this team. It's like their moment, too. It needs it. And the offense, I hate to make it all about Malik Willis, but at the same time, like offense line, this guy has been battle-tested with you for two years now, and it's like this is your chance. Yeah. This is your chance to, to, to make this guy really shine. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. All right, I'm going to be the bad guy and say false, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I just – I I'm, tried to say false. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be the bad guy. And I hope I hope people can rub this in my face at the <laughs> you know come Monday. Yeah. But I think our D line has not gotten as much pressure as I think it's going to be needed uh, for this game. You know, we didn't get it. We had one sack against UMass, and then the O line struggles continue. I think we'll be in it till the half third quarter. I think Ole Miss will take over. Yeah, but my whole thing is you, I never want to go against Hugh Freeze, especially after the half. He makes some in game adjustments that are you know. I'm not going to say the best in college football, but he's up there. And you just never know. I mean, look at what he did at Ole Miss of upsetting it um, with Alabama. I just like these big – I think he lives for these type yeah. of games. It's like we always say with underdogs. You just got to hang around. Mm -hmm. Because the later it gets into a game and you're an underdog and you're in it, the pressure, especially for a home favorite, that pressure starts just cranking up. Yeah. If you're Ole Miss and you start coming down the stretch – and it's like, oh man, you feel that that all the you know the nerves, the anxiety in the stands, all the fans are like, we can't lose this game. Yeah. Can we lose this game? Like the the pressure just starts getting ratcheted up. So you just gotta you just gotta hang around, let it get late, and then hope you can make a play to win it. You know how great is it that Liberty Liberty University is playing Ole Miss, and we're having a conversation about them potentially winning right. the game. Right, we're past like, oh yeah. my goodness, three years ago. I mean, what, four can years we can ago? survive? FCS, like, yeah, exactly. I mean, the fact that this is 15th ranked team in the nation. 15th yeah. ranked team in the nation, and we're having a conversation. Can they stay it and win the game? That like that speaks volumes for the, where the program's at right now. So keep a lookout on Liberty Football Twitter because we have a piece coming out about Coach Freeze, where he was raised in Mississippi, and yeah. what he did oh, on I the farm. See that piece too. Oh wow, you just need. To I'll, just, I'll send you all these links. Yeah, why <laughs> don't you just yeah. follow Liberty because Football? I didn't know that he was raised on a farm. What kind yeah, of farm? Yeah, um, a dairy farm. A dairy. Mm -hmm. That's hard work. Yeah. It's really, it's That's really, really cool, and and. You know, the, we went to his I bet he slept field. in every day and played video games. His, yeah, right. That is so not true. He was up in the farm gathering all the cows at 4 a.m., yeah. Mom said, while she's making biscuits. And um, his dad was telling us a story about Matt he used to biscuits. sneak out of That's the house. <laughs> he used to sneak out of the house and go on this grassy hill behind all these bushes to watch his dad coach football. And his mom would be like, where's you? Where's you? And oh, he wow. would be... Okay, you know, don't give the whole thing. I want to watch this. I, oh, there! It's really, really neat and a beautiful, beautiful farm out there, though. Out there, I'm still trying to. I'm. I mean, we had so much country fried steak, mm. biscuits, homemade cinnamon rolls oh, for Mama boy. Freeze. I just, you know, I'm so trying to digest it yeah, all. It's not good for the thighs. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it should be an interesting podcast next week. So yeah. make sure you come back and uh, we'll break down hopefully a victory. Rhett's. Yeah. One thing we need to say. I was about to say oh, yeah. Rules, Get this in. I know what you're going to say. Oh, maybe. Field hockey? Yes. Yeah. We, we need to give a shout out to field hockey. Field hockey is unbelievable. Old Dominion and Big East regular yeah, season that's champs. Right? That was First huge. time ever. Shut up. I saw Joe Bolton. I didn't get to catch the, the final of the game on Friday. So I saw her walking by. And I was like, did you guys win? And she's like, yeah, we took it down. I was like, there we go. That was Way a thriller go, late. I think yeah. it was like a minute left yeah, in, in awesome. the game when they got the go-ahead goal. That's so, yeah, huge. number one seed. Yeah. Uh, Big East tournament starts on Friday. Mm. So they, I mean, Oh, ho, ho. There's yeah. another big event at Liberty going on. There is. Yeah, Wednesday. Do you want to tell us? Yeah. Do you want yeah. to tell Wednesday, us Wednesday, this Wednesday. <laughs> uh, 
Liberty softball team. Oh, that's right. Is uh, coming to my place to play pickleball. No, they're not. Yeah, yeah they are. Really? Yeah. Pickleball Wednesday. That's oh, great. really? Wednesday. I didn't know women could play your pickleball league. That's you, cool. Hey, Emily, you come play. You can come play. Come okay. Um, you have something on Joe Bolton coming out this week as well. Yeah, Maybe they should have the field hockey yep. team come play. You should. They, they are, they're legit, man. Yeah, they're good they athletes. Are. Yeah. Joe Bolton's story kind of talking about her time here at Liberty and, and all that's happened with the program and how it's grown. Uh, that'll come out here later this week as well. So a lot to get to. Be sure to um, follow those stories on social media, but also on our Flame Central show. YouTube, you can watch. It comes out on ESPN Plus on Friday. So thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I don't even want to go over the Flames Fantasy League because Matt has like – You'll be correct. I'll tell you that. He, he led all scores this week. Okay. Are we even keeping track of that? I don't even know who I have anymore. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Okay.